Meta says it is adding new safety features to protect teenagers on Facebook and Instagram. All teens will now be placed automatically in the most restrictive content control settings on the apps and additional search terms will be limited on Instagram. Should make it more difficult for teens to come across sensitive content such as suicide, self-harm and eating disorders when they use the search features. Has of course been fierce scrutiny of what teenagers have had access to on these sites. The company said the measures expected to roll out over the coming weeks would help deliver a more age-appropriate experience. Let's speak then to Dr Fiona Scott. She's a lecturer in digital literacies at the University of Sheffield. Good to have you with us, Dr Scott. Um, significant this? It's absolutely a positive step forward, yes. Um, I think there's been increasing scrutiny um, for organisations like Meta recently. Um, there's been highly publicised whistleblowers, lawsuits, and a lot of media and public debate. Um, and so I think it is a really important step um, that there is some movement. I know you put a lot of focus on education when it comes to the use of social media. One of the elements that they have announced is that they're going to direct teens to more resources to further help functions if they are posting about this particular content. Is that useful? Absolutely. I mean, I think they have announced measures to block sort of searching certain terms and certain content. But I think a real key here is also that it's not just that children and teenagers should be banned from discussing or finding information about certain topics. It's more about directing them to the right quality of material. Um, but as you say, education is really important. And there is also the need for critical digital and media literacy skills. And when it comes to directing them to the right material, that is very much dependent, is it not, on the algorithms? Absolutely. And I think this is another thing that, you know, this is a brilliant step today. But at the same time, I think a huge amount of the population, child, teenage and adult, don't fully understand the complexity of these algorithms and how they're working to direct us in, in sort of certain ways. Um, certainly in terms of putting content in front of us um, that is uh, contentious, that might encourage debate, but also encourage harm um, through being, you know, very uh, emotional evocative content and also content that encourages dispute between people. As I said, they're going to put people automatically into um, uh, a, a sort of the most restrictive content controls. But as we know, often children will lie about their age when they sign up to these social media sites. Has there been enough work done on verifying who is on these sites and what their age really is? I mean, absolutely. We know that children and young people do this. On the other hand, I think maybe the focus isn't so much on verifying that, but on making sure that we are making the experience of social media sort of broadly speaking safer and less harmful for everybody who's engaging with it. Um, and so that comes down to some of these things we're talking about, you know, um, not using the algorithms for every user in ways that are quite damaging. Every parent you, you speak to will tell you that their teenagers, mine included, spend an inordinate amount of time on uh, Snapchat, on Instagram, um, on TikTok. What is the relationship, do you think, between social media and the mental health of our children? Yeah, I, and I think what's really difficult about this is that, as always, you know, these messages are very diluted. At the end of the day, um, there are really positive things about um, social media and negative ones in terms of the mental health of children and young people. Um, and really, a step like this today 
whilst important, sort of ignores some of the nuance of that. Um, and it's a really big job um, to really support um, children and young people, not just in terms of the content they can access, um, but helping them have critical skills that will enable them to make sense of that material. You know, what is a valid source? Um, how do I respond to this? Who could I speak to in real life if I need support with this? Mm. Because we know, of course, um, we've seen the effect that it has in the extreme cases and the children that have lost their lives. It's, it's not by accident, of course, that this has come along right now. There is federal legislation pending in the United States, which, which could go even further than this. Do you mm. think, I know you advise government sometimes, do you, do you think this, this will satisfy politicians and does it go as far as they wanted the companies to go? I mean, absolutely not. I think it's it's a positive step. And, you know, some of the, the things that have been mentioned around suicide, self-harm, eating disorders, these are things that are clearly um, really uh, emotional issues. And there will, there will be things that people are happy to hear about. But at the same time, that they are just the tip of the iceberg in terms of the potential risks. Um, and I think companies like Meta do have a responsibility to, to sort of address those more broadly. Dr Fiona Scott, really good to talk to you. Thank you for coming on the programme.